Hey, this is Mariah with Saving Your Women Inc. podcast titled Doing Life with God. I am the host. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Mariah Will Succeed. And also follow Saving Your Women Inc. on Instagram and like us on Facebook as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast with your community, your groups, your group chats. And also make sure that you guys are writing reviews just to let us know how the podcast and how the episodes are assisting you in your everyday life. Whatever you are going through, you can also email us at savingourwomeninc at gmail.com or you can personally email me mariahwillsucceed at gmail.com. You made it through COVID. You made it through a pandemic where almost millions of people have caught this stuff. You made it. You made it. it even if you did catch it and you're still listening to this podcast, if you're still here, like, bro, you made it, sis. Okay? You made it. Yes, this is so wild, guys. But I'm just, like I said, I'm so thankful and grateful. I'm going to keep saying that because I, I am. Like, I'm covered. Period. Um. So, also, before I get into the episode, I just wanted to say New Year's is coming up. Okay? Okay, which is tomorrow, which is less than 24 hours. But um, I know God put this on my heart to even do this podcast. It was the title of this podcast is called Press In. And when I was because, man, God just downloads things in me if I'm driving, if I'm at work or I'm at home. And I said this on the last podcast. I just started using like my notes. I'm, I am a note like a notebook girl and a pen girl like a colorful pen girl I'm not like a computer girl and I'm um just getting to that I'm very good with computer I'm very great with technology period but when it comes to like note jotting or like writing how I feel I am notebook all the way but it's getting to the point where I have too many notebooks I need to throw them away because they're consuming my room but so um not even just that guy was just just giving me, you know, revelation everywhere I go. And I'm not carrying a notebook everywhere I go. Right. So he just gave me that idea. Like, look, just use your notes use the little microphone on the keyboard and just say what you need to say as I give it to you and keep it pushing. Um, or sometimes I type because the microphone be having me messed up. Okay. Act like they can't understand what I'm saying. And you do, you really do. Because Google does. Why don't you? Okay. But no, <laughs> for real. So I, it's been very helpful because now it's easier for me to have notes for my show. It's easier for me to, you know, actually get to the point of what I'm saying. So, hey, I'm here. And <laughs> so I have my notes ready. So, mm-mm-mm. I had something else to say as well, but I also forgot, but I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to get straight into the show. I don't want to hold y'all up longer because I know y'all probably finding stuff to wear for y'all little New Year's Eve's party or wherever y'all going. I'm going to be at home because I said, but I said this though, but real quick, I said this before um, New Year's even came. I was like, you know, I just have a feeling that me going into 2021 or just me in 2021, everybody's going to be traveling and I did that already. And I'm going to be like really busy with other stuff. And I have a feel like this is how my New Year's already started. <laughs> Period. Um, Like God just let me know. He's like, you know, be at home by yourself and get into my word. And just not even not just even get into my word. Like enjoy yourself 
enjoy you by yourself. And I'm okay with that. Like, literally, I'm going to clean up very well, just get things organized, and I'm going to worship today. Put on my gospel music. I'm going to worship. I'm going to write all my plans out for 2021. And it's on and popping, period. I'm going. To, I'm writing out what I need God to do for me in my life on all the things that I desire. And it's going to happen in 2021 because I have like this tunnel vision. Tunnel vision, okay? That's all I know at this point. And I, I'm just so thirsty. I'm so thirsty for what God has for me. And I'm so excited because I know for a fact that I can't live my life the same as I did in 2020. Like my goal for my relationship with God, my goal for my life, period, period, is to go from glory to glory. That's it. Okay. So anyway, God brought me this, uh, the title was press in and I'm like, okay, God, so what are we talking about here? Like what's really going on? Um, but he was just letting me know. He was like, just tell my people for the especially for the people because I feel like a lot of people have gained some some form of relationship with God because who God is to me is not who God is to somebody else. Who who Jesus is to me is not the same for somebody else because we all have different needs. We all have different desires. We all have he God does the same thing for us as far as provide, as far as love, as far as give grace and mercy and these different things, but he does it in different way because we all have different issues going on. So how I see my lord and savior jesus christ is not how someone else sees him so and i think god is different for each person our relationships with him are different for each person we hear god in different ways some people hear god not just by um well i wouldn't say by voice because i feel like god is not like a big huge like you know character voice God speaks to me in my voice, like he speaks within me and how other people hear him may be different. Some people may hear him by visual more than they will by voice. Some people hear God by um, just different things, maybe actual material things. They, you know, just different things, different things. God may show up for them differently how he shows up for me. Um, But he was just letting me know, you know, a lot of people have formed a relationship with me or trying to get a relationship with me and now 2021 is going to be about more action than it was 2020 um and he was just letting letting me know like tell the people to press in because this is the time where whatever was going on in 2020 2021 is going to push that forward um and God was just letting me know he was like you know when you're at your lowest we seem to be in the middle of a seesaw like more so a conflict and I know 2020 probably brought more people than usual at their lowest points, right? And and how you see a seesaw, right? It's like some person puts more weight on it, right? And it come like the other side comes up, right? Another person puts weight on the other side and the other side flops up, right? So you they have it's like a conflict, right, of up and down. And that's more so how our life is. Like because we're going to have trials even though we believe in God and God is the creator of all things, we still have to go through the test of life because it wouldn't be life without the trials, right? Because I was talking about this at church with uh my fam and I was just we were talking about you know how um people that are gifted and you know that God have chosen that they're 
the most targeted, right? And we go through different things in life because the purpose that we carry, the gift that we carry is so heavy. But without us going through trials and tribulations and hard times in life, the anointing that's on our life won't have so much weight on it. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't really mean anything. The gift wouldn't mean anything if it didn't go through anything, because you wouldn't be able to appreciate the gift that God gave you, whatever your gift is, whatever your purpose is in life, you wouldn't be able to appreciate that thing. If you didn't go through something, you wouldn't be able to know the quality that you wouldn't be able to know the clarity of the gift of the purpose over your life. If you didn't go through anything we would take we would take everything for granted and we would just go through life God being the creator he didn't put us through any trials he didn't put us through any tests and that would just be it like it wouldn't be worthy of nothing um and I think that that's whack <laughs> I just think that that's just whack period so but God was just saying like you know uh, sometimes we seem to be at our lowest points and we go through like we're in the middle of a seesaw conflict. We're trying to be pulled from where we are and where we and where we're actually headed. And it's so important because a lot of times our circumstance can pull us, try to hold us down right in that situation. And God is trying to pull us in another direction. He's trying to put weight on where you're headed because where you're headed has more has more weight than where you are now. And I think it's so important if we can just get that through our heads because sometimes, well, a lot of times and a lot of people at this moment are in a place in their life where they just don't know exactly where they're headed, but they know that they need to get up and start running, right? They don't, they know they need to get up and start exercising, right? Or whatever it is. And God was just showing me, he was like, just know for a fact, when you're in a spot and you feel like that you're stagnant, that you're still just know, just know it won't be long that you're going to be in the situation. So I just want to encourage you guys on that. And God was just letting me know. He says who God called us. No, I'm sorry. That's not it. But it says it is important to build a relationship with Jesus to be connected with the father and allowing the Holy Spirit within to guide you. That's why God sent his son, period. He sent his son, baby, and his son, when he sacrificed his life, when he when he completed his purpose and fulfilled his purpose, right? He left the Holy Spirit to guide us within, okay? It says this season when you finally pick your side, God says it's time to pick a side, y'all. I don't know what y'all got going on. A lot of people be dippling, dabbling, different things and want to believe in God at the same time. Pick your side. You can't be getting your palm red trying to see your future and seeking God for your future. We got to pick a side. What you doing? Like, what's really going on? You got a globe trying to see the future, but you trying to see God to see the future. Pick a side. Mm, period. And God said, this is a season to pick a side because I ain't playing with y'all 2021. You thought you seen a pandemic just wait to 2021. And a lot of people don't really want to talk about that either. Like, could it even get worse or could it get better? But it has to get worse before it get better. Okay. Nobody want to talk about that because I feel like that everybody just wants to erase this part of our lives like it never happened and I don't think God want that I think that he wants us when we leave this situation and go to the next situation whatever that situation may be the shift the change he wants us to take the things that we learn in this season of our lives in 2020 he wants us to take those things and apply them to the next season with improvement improving those things that we went through and 
just make sure that y'all don't try to forget and try to suppress what we went through in 2020 and when we were out, well, when we actually put on the mask and when we had to cover up our faces and wash our hands more than ever, when we had to do all of these things, when we couldn't touch our faces, we, you know, so many different things. So just make sure that y'all don't forget what we went through, okay? So before y'all go out there and kick it, just remember what we went through. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but God was just showing me, he was just saying like, in this season, you're going to have to pick a side physically is going to feel like you're being jumped. Almost. I had a vision as he was giving me this word. It was so crazy. I had a vision. I was going up. It was this big old house. I went into this big old house and in this big old house, it had two stairways, like going up upstairs. Like, you know, like those big entry, like glam dramatic houses when you go in which is a house that I actually want but <laughs> when I went into the house it had two stairways on one side and the other side and then in the middle right you had like your center of like the living room blah 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 so I was going up on one side of the steps and it was like I don't even I can't describe it because I couldn't see like faces but it was like a person on one side of the steps and there was another person on the other side of the steps and I was, I was like getting jumped at this point. Like the other person came from the other side. That I feel like I seemed like I was getting jumped. I was just seeing the vision as he was giving me the word. And God was just showing me. He was like, that's what it's going to be like when you start a relationship with me. It, it seems like that you're being jumped because you, it's going to be so many different tests and trials coming your way to try to test your faith to see if you really, really are in this thing with me. To see if you're really, to see if you can really test, to see if you can really stay in the trials and the tribulations I'm going to bring your way. Because without the, the test, how can your character be built, right? Throughout the time, throughout the hard times, whatever your hard times is, everybody hard times like is not eating ketchup sandwiches, right? Everybody hard times is not boiling water off, over the stove. Everybody hard time is different. Whatever your hard times was, as far as if you didn't have a stove, or if if you was getting things, I don't know, whatever whatever your hard times are, right? If, if your hard times are, you had a rough patch with your parents, you had a rough patch with your friend, whatever your hard times are, I'm not diminishing nobody hard times, everybody hard times different, right? But once you gain that relationship with God, it's going to be a target on your back because... The enemy wants your soul. That's the whole point. The enemy wants you to destroy. He wants you to divide. He wants he wants to conquer, but he is already defeated, right? We already have the victory. And in the victory, of course, it has to be battles. So you have to prepare for a battle. Every day you wake up, it is a battle. It's a battle to stay awoke. It's a battle to clock in, to clock out. It's a battle for everything. And sometimes we can get so defeated and sometimes we can feel defeated. Sometimes we can just not have energy to even do a battle. But you have to understand with your relationship with God that every battle that comes your way, you won't have to fight it alone. You never was fighting it alone. Even when you didn't have a relationship with God, he still covered you. He still gave you grace. He still gave you mercy. And this is why it's so important to press in. So moving along. It's that sometimes, you know, you will be kicked down at your lowest. But anytime a man surrenders his life to the Lord, there will always be a battle, which is something I just said. It will always be a battle between the enemy and your spiritual man. Just know that every battle that is connected and fought with Jesus is a victory. Whew. 
that is a word. Can I? I wrote that. Oh, let me go back. Hold on. Let me, let me, no, did I write? The Lord wrote that. Okay. Uh, wait. I'm going all the way back up. Hold on. That was a word for me. Okay. So it says this season, when you finally pick your side, physically, it's going to feel like it's going to feel like that you're being jumped. It says kick down at your lowest, but anytime a man surrenders, when I say a man in the Bible, it also means woman and man. So it says anytime a man surrenders his life to, to the Lord, there will always be a battle between the enemy and your spiritual man. Always. Because the enemy, like I say, he wants your soul. It says just know that every battle that is connected and fought with Jesus is a victory. But key word is fought with Jesus. It's not fought with nobody else. It's not fought with your friends. The battle is not fought with your family. The battle is not fought with crystals or whatever you use. It's not fought with sage. The battle is always fought with the Lord. And when you fight with the Lord, just know he coming to swing. Bye bye. Okay. Let me quit. <laughs> it says you have angels from everywhere guarding and that's another thing that I noticed when so when I felt like I was getting jumped right, I had like angels in the front, back and side, the side, right? That was like, you know, handling a business. Okay, the angels was squaring up. Don't don't be sleep on the angels. But I think people are so I think it's so important to read your word. Um, I get <clears throat> how I even you know, have a desire to read my word. I am a visual reader. And not only a visual read like I as I'm reading, I have a story in my head that's like being like a movie that's being planned out and it helps me. But then also, too, I also learn from other people, like learn from like Bible scholars, like, you know, my preacher or somebody that really knows the word. Um, and, and a lot of times, even when I don't read my word, God, he always gives gives me revelation of the word. And um, I, that's like the main ways that I learn. I, that's I do I learn that way better um but I also you know read my word as well and God also gives me revelation when I read my word because it's also important to do that but God like I said he speaks to people in different ways but I think that a lot of people don't know the weight that angels carry and when I say angels I'm not talking about people that have passed away and you're you know I'm not talking about those I'm talking about actually angels that God created to actually fight on your behalf. I think it's so important to have an understanding of what angels are here for. Angels are here for you. Angels serve people. Angels are here to serve you. And it's so important because I remember growing up and, um, my family with my grandma, she always, she always used to tell me, and also my pastor, he definitely, he always used to tell me, make sure that you assign your angels to whatever, whatever is attacking you, whatever that you want to be completed, assign your angels to the mission. They, they are here for you. Put them, put them to work, right? Put them to work with whoever holding your stuff, whoever holding your money, even if you, even if you don't even know if money supposed to be coming to you, but you're, you want, but you're wanting more, you're expecting more. If it's a vehicle, if it's a battle that you're facing with the relationship, send your angels, put them to work, put them to use, assign them to something, right? You got issues with your boss on your job, assign your, check that. What you, what you doing? Literally, I'm telling you, like, once you have reached a certain level of having that relationship with God, because it's levels, it's glory to glory, your relationship should never stay the same. Like, um, last week we were talking about, you know, me 
having like, you know, a little alcohol, like with my family or, and God was just like, my mom was just letting me know. Cause he, God put the word in her and I had to take the word back to him. Like, girl, God, what you mean by this? Like, I know you sent her to say this, but just saying that, you know, you're a leader and you can't do what you want to do around everybody. Basically, and it's just like learning how to sacrifice your pleasures and your desires, right? And that's what it's about having that relationship with God. You have to know know how to sacrifice things because your relationship with God can't go from glory to glory if you're still trying to kick it it in your own way and not... Can I, can I just really talk about it? Because I think a lot of people think that having a relationship with God, oh, you're boring. All you listen to is gospel music. And so what? Because having a relationship with God is fun. It's exciting because you sometimes you just don't know what's about to happen. And you end up just, God just bless your whole socks off, your wig off. Like, it's so fun. But having fun in the natural is so really boring because you're trying to fulfill you're trying to fill voids because you're bored you're trying to um waste you're basically wasting time because it's predictable having fun in the natural is the same thing every weekend you do this you do that you brunch 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 mimosa 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 it's 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 something that always happens it's it's a natural thing like we all we always know what to expect when we go out and have fun not even because I love me some brunch I ain't down in brunch now but I'm just saying like when you go and kick it like even when I used to go out a lot right you go to bar to bar to bar club to club it's very expected and I noticed that as my relationship with God started to grow, I started to change. My desires started to change. My wants start, started to change. And I was just like, this is boring, which I always really thought it was. I, I ain't gonna lie, I used to kick it. And then I used to force myself to kick it, though, because I'd be like, okay, this is, I see the same people. Same thing. I'm really going because my outfit cute, honestly, and I look good. My makeup is beat. That's where I'm really going because I look good. Um, but, (laughs) but no, really like it's, it's predictable, but having a relationship with God is so much joy. It's so much joy. It's so much peace. And like I said, it's unpredictable because you just never know how he's going to bless you and you never know how he's going to be using you to save somebody else. You just never know. And I think that's just the amazing part for me. And I have fun. Okay. I don't know about nobody else, but I kick it period. And I look good. Okay. Period. Inside and out. Period. Okay. But, uh, (laughs) it's crazy. (laughs) But yeah, so Moving along, so I was just saying, so you have angels from everywhere guarding. When you have picked your side, every weapon every weapon will not prosper, but it will form and you will get through it and be pushed to the next level. Never sit in your trials for too long. Keep moving, keep preparing for the next battle. For the next battle will be, be, will be again another victory. This year will be the revealing of the victories. The battles you fought in 2020, this new year rewards will be giving and answer prayers. So even um, reading like, you know, what I was typing, God was just showing me. He was like every battle that you went through in 2020, be expecting a reward for it for 2021, meaning that the reward, the reward will be a revelation will will be whatever you manifested in 2020, whatever I talked to you about, whatever you know, whatever, whoever you forgave, just expect 
have some expectation for some results. Whatever you did, be expecting results from that thing. Be expecting the fruit from the seed that you sown in 2020. And that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting something. I don't even know what I'm expecting because I didn't sow so many seeds. And I'm not talking about money. I'm just talking about just even this podcast. This podcast is a seed for something. Right. Not even just you giving things to people. I didn't sow so many seeds. I didn't gave word after word after word after word. Not even just on the podcast. I didn't I didn't pray for people. I didn't even know. And it's so crazy because I'll be scrolling through Facebook. I'll be like, why am I on Facebook? This stuff is so depressing. And I'll just look at people's stats, read them and just pray for them, like actually call their name out and pray for them. I didn't sow so many seeds. So I'm expecting so much fruit next year. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm expecting a lot. I didn't didn't sow a lot. Um, just counseling people like, not like, like that, like that, but like that. (laughs) And I'm expecting so much stuff next year, not even just stuff, but just joy and peace. Even if that's my fruit, I would accept it because that's, that's more than things so if peace is my fruit if joy is my fruit if abundance if overflow is my fruit that's what it is right if man you don't want to y'all want to really go there with me okay but (laughs) I'm just like so excited and then I also wanted to I can't forget my bible verse that God gave me so I'm I am going to be reading from an MSG version some people read from NIV which is the actual type of bible if you're listening and don't know what that is, it's like the, the message, the wording of the Bible. Um, so I'm reading from James chapter one. This is verse two through four. It says, consider it, consider it a cheer, a sheer gift. Friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, you know that under pressure, your faith, life, your faith and life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Ooh, can I go back up and read that? It says, consider it a cheer gift, a sheer gift. I don't know why I keep saying cheer, but a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. And it's so crazy because, because even before I got to this Bible verse, I had already wrote that word. I already typed the word down. And I was like, okay, like what Bible verse can I use? I'm just going through the Bible and I'm looking I'm like okay hmm and I used this before but I used a different version so it gave you different wording but it meant the same thing I used this before I think this was probably like on the third episode somewhere around there um but it was the first season and so God was like go back to James 1 I'm like okay okay so I read it from a different version and it just made it more it made it even plain to me um, so it just says when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, I mean, they're going to come. OK, they're, so they're going to come. It says, you know, that under pressure, under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Sometimes we can be so. Sometimes we can have a facade on the outside and. Oh, yeah. So excited about the word. I believe God. And. God's gonna do a new thing, baby. And he's gonna do this and he's gonna do that. And I, I'm, I, but sometimes our heart can be so broken in the inside, so broken in the inside that it's a cover up. It's a cover up, and your faith is really weak. Your faith is not even a mustard seed, it's less than a mustard seed. And sometimes we can talk ourselves into believing, but. 
God doesn't care about us talking ourselves into believing. He cares about what our heart says. And if your heart doesn't believe, if your heart doesn't have the faith or the capacity, right? It's not going to fall through. So whatever you're speaking is weak. It's, it's, it, it, it doesn't stand saying whatever you're talking about is saying. Because if your heart is not right, nothing else is right. So whatever you're speaking about ain't right. I'm if it sound good, it ain't right. Right? Everybody can say amen or, you know, anybody can say, yeah, you know, God going to do a new thing in your life. Believe it, receive it. You don't need, whatever they saying, it can't even hold weight because their heart ain't even in check. And, and God, he actually puts us through things. Just, okay, you talking that talk, right? Okay, since you talking, like, let me put, let me put you through some. Let's see, let's see what your faith about for real, for real. So let me take away such and such real quick, okay? I'm going to go ahead and bring him up with me. Um, I'm going to take him from you, okay? Uh, let me go ahead and take away uh, your house real quick. Let's let's see what you really about, okay? I want to see if you can really stand stand with me, okay? Let me go ahead and take away your car real quick. Let's let's see what you really talking about, okay? And then let me take away... Um, uh, let me get, let me just shamble up your job real quick. Let me get some confusion on your job going on. Cause God, He tests us. God tests us because without the test, as I said earlier, how can we grow? How how can our how can our anointing hold weight without the growth? It's hard to do that, right? It's hard to speak to somebody else when you haven't been through anything. It's hard to relate. It's hard to have empathy. It's hard. It's hard to have any of those things because when you speak, it's not going to hold that much weight. Okay, that's that's what I'm saying. So you got to go through. You got to go through. It says that our faith life is going to be forced to show its true colors. Okay, moving on. Moving along. It says so. Don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Okay, this is good because. I'm going to tell you how it's so good because we try to always try to navigate our way through something. We always try to hustle our way through something, hustle our way through it all, right? Okay, this happened. We try to put our gang face on, okay? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, this is how I can get out this situation. I, okay, boom, I'm going to call such and such. Let me go ahead and rally up this money real quick. You know what I'm saying? I can sell such and such. I can sell these weed. I can, well, I can do this. I can do that. Let me go ahead and get out this. Instead of just sitting in a moment, just sitting in the moment, just for a minute, just for a minute, a moment, and say, just step back for a second and just ask God, God, what are you trying to show in this situation? Me not having a relationship with my kids, me, my kids not having, like, whatever it may be, I'm not for sure what it is, but God, what are you trying to show me? Is it something that I'm missing? Is it tools that I'm missing that I need to gain this relationship? Not only with just my kids, but with you, Lord. Like, what you, what are you trying to show me in this moment? Instead of just trying to exit out of the situation, but you not getting anything out of the situation, guess what happens? It creates more issues because God is going to still throw these things at you. He's going to throw more things at you until you get it, until you get it, Okay. So it says, let it says, let it do its work so you become mature and well developed, not deficient in any way. Girl, this word is in my business. Stop it. So <laughs> literally, it's so good. So we have to go through things, y'all, so we can get more get more mature not just not just mature but mature in faith right seasoned in faith okay 
See, stop it. This word is so good. I had to repeat this. So it says, let it do its work, meaning let your trials do what it do. But you stand the test. You stand as a tree. You stand tall and continue to believe in me. You stand in that thing until it's over, period. Nobody asks you to do nothing. God didn't ask for your help. He know what you go through. He see it, right? He see it. He see it. He knows. He knows. He just waiting on you to come talk to him. The whole time. But you you too busy trying to make up plans and write, write out a sketch, trying to figure it all out, trying to go here, go there. Just stretch yourself out when God says, I can I can move this thing in one I can move this thing with one word. But you you doing all the footwork and you, you don't even have to do that. I can move it in one word. All I want you to do is come talk to me. Ooh, this is so good. So it says it says that it don't want you to it doesn't want you to be deficient anyway. God says he wants you to come out of this thing whole. Whatever you're going through, he wants you to come out on the other side whole and complete within him. Not with not with a man, not with a woman, not with a job, not with the money, but God wants you to come out of this thing whole. With he wants you to come out of this thing whole and complete in the Lord, in the Lord, not not nobody else. Okay, now I'm reading verse 5 through 8. It says, if you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. God loves to help and he loves to send help, okay? It says, you'll get his help and won't be a condensated to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Hmm. It says, don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. That's what people do. They seek God, but then they worry. Okay, Lord, I need you to go ahead. I need you to put that money in my account. Lord, you know that I need this. Lord, you know I need that. And then after they get done seeking God about it. Not, matter of fact, some of them don't even seek God. They just tell God what's going on. Yeah, God, because you know this happened. God, you know that happened. Lord, what we going to do? Lord, da, da, da. seeking God is Offering everything up to him. Lord, Lord, I know you see what's going on. God, I just need direction in this situation. God, I need you to lead and guide me in this situation. God, show me what to do in this situation. God, give me the lessons that you're trying to teach me in this situation. So I can know I can be ready for the next situation. I can be ready for the next level that you're calling me to. Instead, what we do is we tell God, God, this is what's going on. And after we tell him what's going on, we just go weary. We we go we go, we go try to find options, different things, different people. Uh, such as can't fix this. Let me go ahead and do such as and it constantly goes on until we just destroy more. Okay, people love keeping their options open after they see God. That's the worst thing that you can do. How can you expect anything from the Lord if you keep trying to fix the situation and seek other things to complete the situation? It says when down and outers get get a break, cheer. And when the arrogant rich are brought down to size cheer, prosperity is a short lived as a wildflower. Hmm. It says, so don't ever count on it. Hmm. You know that as you know that as soon as the sun rises, pouring down is scorching heat. The flower withers, its petals wilt. And before you know it, that beautiful face is a barren stem. Well, that's a picture of the prosperous life. It ain't people so focused on having a successful life physically and with things and stuff. 
he, he says that that's not gonna last long but you know will last long your faith your faith lasts longer than anything it says at the very moment everyone is looking on in admiration it fades away to nothing anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and manages to stick it out is mighty fortunate for such persons loyal loyally i'm not for sure why they said loyally i gotta look that up instead of loyalty but it says loyally so i'm, I'm quite sure that means something so loyally and love for god the the reward is life and more life hmm. things can give you more life and more life things can only satisfy you for a moment and then you have all these things and don't have no life in you you're breathing but have no life Okay, so this is verse 13, 13 through 15. I think I skipped some more, but this is 13 through 15. It says, don't let anyone under pressure to give into the evil. Say, God is trying to trip me up. God is imprevious to evil and puts evil in no one's way. Hmm. The temptation to give into evil comes from us and us only. We have no one to blame, but the leering seducing flare up of our own lust. So God can't test you unless you're having issues in that situation. God, God can't test you unless you're already triggered. That's super good because I never even thought of it like that. Um, and that's why it's super important to read different passages of the Bible because it's explained it in different ways. It's saying the same thing, but it gives you different wording. Um, and I think it's super important because, I can only be triggered by something that already bothered me. So it's, it's not the intention of the person that you're thinking that is testing you. It's actually you. It's actually you and your, not even your intention, but it's actually something that's already in you. Right? So pornography can't be a trigger to you unless you already have issues with pornography or lust or seduction of sex. Right? Um, seeing seeing a woman in a in a certain environment or in certain clothing or seeing a man in certain clothing or a certain environment it can't trigger you unless you already have that issue within you so it's saying that don't blame god because of the evil things that has happened to you don't blame god not be, not because of the things that happened to you but don't blame god because of you being tested or things coming your way this is something that you have to work on because some of these things are already already in us and i'm not please don't get it confused i'm not saying that things that happen to us kids as innocent kids are our fault i'm not saying that or things even as adults i'm not saying that they are our fault i'm saying that we are pushed through tests and trials so we can actually grow our faith and mature in who god called us to be and without those things we won't be able to walk in god and who god called us to be right but what he's saying is that when you are test it with these things right and you actually fall into these things we can't blame god for falling into these things when we allowed ourselves most majority of the time i'm not saying if, if someone was forced or somebody i'm not saying anything anything at all so i'm going to reread it to make sure nobody kind of trip my words up okay i don't want that so it says don't let anyone under pressure to give into evil so it's saying for the people that actually play into evil, not the, not things that have been done to, towards people, right? I'm talking about things that people actually give into, right? So for a, an addiction, maybe, right? So it says, don't let anyone under pressure to give into evil. Say, God is trying to trip me up. God, God is impre- impervious to evil and puts evil in no one's way. 
The temptation to give into evil comes from us and only us. We have no one to blame but the but the leering, seducing flare up of our own lust. Lutz, Lutz gets us pregnant and has a baby. Sin, sin grows up to adulthood and becomes a real killer. So my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. It says the gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the father of the light. There is nothing deceitful in God, nothing two-faced, nothing fickle. He brought us to life using the true word, showing showing us off as the crown of all his creatures. Mm. And I'm just going to stop right there. But I think that is so good because it reassures us who God is, even when we're going through something, even even when we have even put ourselves into situations that we don't want to be in. Or even when even when we have fallen into lust or to whatever we have fallen into addiction, whatever it may be, that God is still with us and God is still God. He's not a fickle God. He's not going to pick a side because he's already on one side. That's your side. And I think that is just so good because sometimes we can get, well, even even when we are reading the word, we can get so many contra. It feels like contradicting, but it's really not. God gives us revelation. That's why when I read, I just ask God, Lord, give me wisdom of what you're trying to say. And mm, God is real good. He always shows me this is the this is the main point that I want you to get out of this. That I I am God and I am God alone. I don't need your help. I don't need nobody else's help. So even when you're going through something, just know that who God is to you. God is my provider, right? God is my way maker. God is my peace. He is my love. He is my joy. And not only just that, that God is trying to better me. He, he, he I am being better even when I'm in a situation that I don't want to be in, that I don't feel good in, that I feel uncomfortable in. And whatever situation that I'm going through, God is God, and he ain't going to never stop being God, right? But the whole point of us going through something is to show us. It's not even to show nobody else. And I think that's another point that when we go through things, we love pointing out who ain't doing something or who ain't doing something right, who who doing something to us. But God is showing us, who who are you really when you go through something? You pointing out everybody else's tr- you know, issues and problems, but who are you when they're doing something to you? Who are you? Can, can you really stand? Can you really stand on my word while you're being, while you're being wronged? Can you really stand on my word when you feel like that they coming for you? When you're triggered, can you really stand on my word and stay who you are, who I called you to be in this test? And that's the whole point. So press in y'all period. Press in, press in. Okay, twenty twenty one is is already here, pretty much. <laughs> so I just make sure that I'm gonna be out. You know, this is Mariah Connors with Save Our Women Inc. podcast. Make sure that you guys tune in. Make sure that you share the podcast. Write a review. When I say write a review, whatever app that you're using, if you're looking at the podcast shows like the episodes, it should allow you to rate the app. I mean, not the app, but it should allow you to rate the show. And then you should be able to like add a comment on the show of whatever app you're using, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Like, I think if you're on a phone, maybe a computer, I'm not for sure, but make sure that you're actually writing a review on the app that you use. And I love the Instagram posts too in the comments. I love that too. I love sharing those because they bless my heart. Okay. 
So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh, I forgot to say, of course, we're in 13 countries, baby. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I'm out. Peace.